I'm Kirby Ingalls, and you're listening to the True Success Podcast. My goal is to help you find true success by helping you live a rich and satisfying life, a life full of happiness and meaning, and becoming a pillar of your community. It's my hope to inspire you to begin creating a new narrative, revolutionizing the way we live and creating a ripple effect that resonates with future generations. Most of you are seeking wealth and financial independence, but hoping isn't going to get you results. Suppose you want a rich and satisfying life of happiness and meaning and to live no like no other and maybe be the man. And if this is the case, you need to identify the burning desire within you. For example, Thomas Edison failed more than 10,000 times, but was not deterred from his goal of inventing the light bulb. He was simply driven by a desire to make his dream come true. After years of effort, he did just what he set out to do and invented the light bulb. Fanny Hurst is a writer who had similar experiences. She was rejected 36 times before just one short story was published in a newspaper. Her desire was more substantial than the pain of rejection, and she eventually succeeded, and then her career marched off, and she became a thriving novelist and playwright. If you want to realize success, you need to examine your attitude towards setting your goals and dreams. How do you feel about your goals and dreams? Are they only castles floating on clouds and blue skies? Or is your desire strong enough to make them a reality one day? Thanks for listening to the True Success Podcast. Join the conversation today. Download and subscribe free on iTunes. Every success story begins with a person who has a vision. And so before you begin chasing after past dreams, start by defining your personal goal as precisely as possible. And for example, decide how much money you want to make to get rich by your definition. Have a clear insight into when you want to achieve your goal, and what you're prepared to give in making a reality. Setting a specific purpose is pointless if you are half-heartedly committed to it. You should also develop a plan outlining each step that you'll take until you reach that goal. And then it's time to take action. Don't wait until next year or next quarter or next month. Start now. This method comes in handy if you desire for success is only anchored in your thoughts and your actions. First, write down the goal and a detailed plan. Then read it out loud twice a day, each day, once in the morning when you get up and each night before you go to bed. And even better, write it out every morning on a three by five note card and carry it with you. Then review it 
several times a day. Keep your desire top of mind. If you follow this advice, it'll become a lot easier for you to get what you want or make that dream a reality. Having a solid belief in yourself is the only way you can and will achieve your goals. And you can only reach success if you are self-confident and believe in yourself. No wealth has ever been achieved. No new frontiers have ever been discovered and no new innovations without faith as a foundation. An example of a power of faith is Gandhi. Even without money or the military, he managed to defy the British authority and lead his countrymen to freedom. He was only backed by his unbending belief that he could influence the people and that they would stand together for common goals. Your belief in yourself greatly influences your self-image and your way of life. Faith can help you move mountains. Strong confidence in yourself is not something that you were born with or will fall into your lap. Anybody can develop it. Little by little, through a technique called auto-suggestion, we can make this happen. Auto-suggestion is a way of influencing yourself by thinking particular and purposeful thoughts or ideas. And you can use it to convey specific commands or positive goals to your subconscious mind and increase your belief in yourself. Auto-suggestion consists of convincing yourself that you can achieve the goal. Ideas can be turned into reality and you must travel down your unique path with confidence. The more you use auto-suggestion, the likelier you will achieve success. If you impress your desires and your goals upon your subconscious thoughts and actions, you will be steered towards making them come true. Knowledge is power, but only if you apply that knowledge. That's the big mistake everyone makes. Take a few of these points into consideration. First, throw out the traditional meaning of knowledge and education. I'll tell you what, the uneducated know a lot more than the educated people. And being knowledgeable, well, or well-educated, isn't really about having a piece of paper that you've paid tens or even hundreds of thousands of dollars just to hang up on your wall. Henry Ford didn't get to high school, and it didn't stop him from building an empire and making millions. If you want to be successful, stop filling your head with too many facts. It is far more critical to acquire experiences and the knowledge from those experiences and use your strengths to exploit the potential that you have. The most crucial point is to continue your education throughout your life. Complacency is our enemy. Always actively and precisely expand your knowledge. There are different ways to achieve this and going to university, purchasing courses, attending seminars, workshops, and conferences, 
or even acquiring practical experiences through mentorship, internships, and much more. Equally valuable is knowing where you can tap into the knowledge needed because you don't need to know everything. You need to know who can speak with and if you need to know something, who that might be. It's more practical and productive to have a network of experts who share your specialized knowledge or their specialized knowledge than to learn it all yourself. Each success story begins with a thought or an idea, and behind each and every idea is your imagination. There's this idea of a creative workshop of your mind, and it transforms your dreams into visions and ideas into realities. This imaginative ability has two different forms, a creative imagination and a synthetic imagination. And by using your creative imagination, you can come up with new things. Composers and artists and writers, they use this function to create way or things unlike anything that you've ever heard, seen, or read before. And the synthetic imagination rearranges old ideas into new combinations, like the developers at Sony who use that capability when they decided to expand the playback device or the dictaphone used by journalists. Then they turned that into a portable music player that everybody could use. And then the Walkman was born. And then Apple expanded it to the iPod. And then eventually it became the iPhone. Creative and synthetic imagination plays off one another in a very productive way. Asa Candler formed the uh, global brand Coca-Cola out of a headache mechanism about 140 years ago. And he developed an ingenious plan and a marketing strategy, making the product a huge success. Although Candler didn't come up with the Coca-Cola recipe himself, he did buy it from a pharmacist for about $3,000. And to keep your imagination from getting dull, you need to challenge and encourage yourself. And you can achieve this by stimulating, keeping it active, and training it like your body. The more you use it, the more productive and powerful it will become. A critical principle for success is an awareness of your strengths and weaknesses. In other words, self-awareness. And since having vague goals or lacking ambition, procrastinating and even lacking resolve or common reasons for failure, self-awareness can help you constructively take action against the weaknesses or even improve and develop them. To know your strengths and weaknesses, performing a self-assessment is advisable. Don't worry, it doesn't require a counselor. It's enough just to go through a checklist of questions, including one of my favorites, have I achieved my goals this year? Was I friendly and courteous and kind? Did I make all decisions decisively? Then compare your self-analysis with somebody else's evaluation of you. Select someone who knows you well and will honestly provide you feedback. Now, our subconscious minds receive and store sensory information. 
everything that you've experienced, positive or negative. However, storing alone isn't all there is to this. Your subconscious mind is constantly influencing your actions. It can format you positively by giving you strength and enterprise. Still, it can also mold you negatively, misleading you into discouragement or even pessimism. And if you want the subconscious to help you realize your desires and those goals, make sure you pause, make sure your positive feelings play a leading role in your life. You must therefore feed your subconscious mind with positive things, because if you do, it will act as a helpful and constructive guide. But if you allow yourself to feel too many negative sensations, such as rage, hate, revenge, or pessimism, the opposite's going to occur. You've taken a considerable step now. And when you can avoid contact with doomsaying gas bags and pay no heed to their discouraging everyday life, you should be able to increase all positive messages such as enthusiasm and love. And this is how you can develop a positive mentality in the long term. The analysis of over 25,000 people who have failed to achieve success shows a lack of determination is the single reason for failure. The analysis of millionaire successes reveals that they had only two characteristics in common. First, they made split-second decisions. And second, they stood firmly behind those decisions. Now, as long as it doesn't transform into an unmovable stubbornness, but don't forget that, that a certain degree of determination can serve you well. Henry Ford was also known to stick to his decisions. Many people had advised him to replace the Model T Ford with a new model. And he held on to that model and was able to bring in a sizable amount of profits. Hey, look, opinions are plentiful. Everybody has one. And most people offer them uninvitingly. To avoid being in danger of those negative influences and straining your commitments, offer others opportunities to express their opinions. People who are disheartened should keep their plans and intentions to themselves. Don't confide in anybody else except for those select members or those you consider trustworthy. Regardless of its nature, you will encounter obstacles and difficulties throughout any project. And most of you are too quick to give up your plans and let the project die. But a few will attach themselves to their plans and give enough space for their visions to mature into reality. Persistence and endurance are keys. Above all, you constantly work on realizing your goals and don't lose sight of them. However, inflexibility and bullheadedness, you should avoid if you want steadfastness and endurance to become habits, you're going to need a solid goal and a burning desire to get there. Develop a thorough and exact plan to guide the implementation of your goals. And don't be influenced by people who are negative and have disheartening opinions. You're going to need a confidential, trusting relationship with a person or even a team 
that's going to provide you support and assistance. So think of it like a particular exercise program to help you build up your endurance and persistence. The bigger the goal, the more complicated the planning. The more detailed the planning, the more involved the goal's execution. The more elaborate the undertaking, the more reliant the person, you, behind the project is on creative, intellectual, and moral support. This works best in a brain trust, a select group of intelligent people, or sometimes we call mastermind. The brain trust is a unification of like-minded people dedicated to focusing on defining a common goal, developing and defining competencies for success, and creating a system of checks and balances. The most essential principle of a brain trust is its synergy. If two or more people work well together and combine their skills, talents, knowledge, experiences, relationships, and all the other resources that they have available to themselves and use them to accomplish the goal, the result will be much more than what you could achieve alone. Hey everyone, thank you for being a listener. I hope that you loved this episode. If you do, would you consider posting a review online? This helps continue providing great episodes and helps keep potential listeners to make confident decisions about listening to this podcast over other ones. And I want to thank you in advance for your review and for being a preferred listener. So check out this review by Jordan Gross, who recently said, This podcast is awesome because the host really cares about his guest. It is so evident that he takes great time and pride into getting ready for these interviews. Thank you, Jordan, for your wonderful review. The main idea in this episode is that wealth in whatever form is not the result of luck or chance. It's always the result of the traits and skills that you learn and master. This episode has discussed how you can find the right goals in your life and how to translate those things into daily action. The skills and knowledge you're going to need to achieve success and the successful approaches to making your vision a reality. Now it's up to you to put all this information into action. Please check out the links in the show notes, download a copy of the transcript, and smash that subscribe button. Leave a comment or review on your favorite podcast platform. Now go out and carry this story forward. My name is Kirby Ingalls. I appreciate you listening to this episode. Honor your service to others and love the impact that you are creating. You've been listening to the True Success Podcast. I'll see you next time.